When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, it is time once again for another thrilling episode of Bad Language. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. I am the podcast producer here for BehindTheSteelCurtain.com, and I hope you've had a chance to check out all of the other shows from the BTSC family of podcasts over the weekend, especially the post-game show, where it was a joyous post-game show with Jeff Hartman, Dave Schofield, and myself as we finally had a victory to talk about and yes it is a victory monday and that's what we're doing today the steelers they defeated not only the tampa bay buccaneers but tom brady and it could be possibly the last time that they ever play tom brady you never know what's going to transpire who knows he might end up in miami like he was trying to before the beginning of this season so let's not say that's a definitive but they beat this team 20 to 18. They had a big stop and a two point conversion. Devin Bush, anyone? Hey, big deal. Everybody's doghouse. Not everybody, but a lot of you have had him in your doghouse. And now he was a big hero yesterday as well, because that could have been a 2020 tie. And who knows what would have happened. But all I can tell you is this the Steelers came out. They scored their very first touchdown on an opening drive in a long, long time. They won their first game without TJ Watt, which is a very big deal. And they vanquished Tom Brady with 
a rash of starters gone, especially on the defensive side of the ball. When you lose your top three cornerbacks, when you do not have the services of your Pro Bowl, All-Pro safety, and the only guy in your defensive backfield that is a starter is Terrell Edmonds, you've got a problem. Now, Mike Tomlin talked about T.E., as they called him. I call him Fidarius because that's his real name, his given name. Well, Fidarius was awesome in yesterday's game, and he has been all season. What I hate about the stigma that he has is the fact that he was picked in the first round, the latter part of the first round by the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2018. And he's kind of suffered for it because everybody puts first round expectations on Terrell Edmonds. But for me, it's the fact he's a player. They're getting exactly what they need out of him. You saw what happened when he was not out there with Minka Fitzpatrick last week against Buffalo. He's an important part of that defense. It was great to have him back there. He kept everybody on an even keel, especially when you have young defensive backs. Things like Mike Tomlin always says could get a little tight, and that's not what happened. All those guys, you've got to give props to guys like Josh Jackson, Arthur Mallette. Those guys kept it going for this team. Quincy Wilson was a backup on that team yesterday as well. You had, man, you really needed help. And that team gave you help. So for that, I got to say, there was a good coaching job, especially by the defense. The defensive coordinators, the defensive architects, everybody. As Mike Tomlin says, it's not just one guy. It was everybody. It was a collective unit. And you saw that yesterday. You saw this team not wilt. You had Trey Norwood back there. Trey Norwood was a victim against Buffalo. It wasn't this week. Nobody was really victimized. And it was, it was so nice to see yesterday. Everything that transpired with that team. And not just those guys that I mentioned being out. Akello and Levi Wallace and, you know, Cam Sutton. Not just those guys, but DeMonte KZ still hasn't come back. You haven't had the services of, of him all year. So you're really, you got some great play. It's also the first time I've really seen a defensive back with number 16 for the Steelers. <laughs> well, that was last week too, but you don't really see one of those digits for this team outside of the preseason. So, you know, I, I felt really good about that team as a whole, the inside linebackers, the whole linebacking unit looked pretty good. Hey, don't look now. Malik Reed is figuring out the system. I say this all the time about the Steelers. When you bring a guy in at the very end of, of the preseason like they did. I mean, they brought Malik Reed in on cutdown day. When you do that, you've got to get time to get up to speed. Everybody's like, well, Malik Reed's a bust. You got nothing out of him. Give him time to learn the system. He didn't even have 
a training camp with the Steelers. You Did you see how fired up he looked when he went in and got that sack? And they didn't even credit him with the sack. They credited Cam with it. But to me, I, I thought Malik at least would have got half a sack. They might have changed that. We'll have to see. But, man, he was fired up. It was absolutely phenomenal to see what he was able to do. Highsmith, everybody had a good game. The defensive line, Larry O. Larry O and Joby, this is a guy that really came to play for this team. And I saw I saw a comment last week on our YouTube channel where somebody was talking about the entire defense and called Larry O a bust. I don't think he is. <laughs> I thought he was a force yesterday. And Mike Tomlin talked about him in the press conference as well. You know, so there was a lot of things to be excited about yesterday, but don't get too crazy with it because it's one game. But that's what this team does. Everybody wrote this season off. And when you, you cannot ever write off a season with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I have been talking about it like crazy. And the reason I've been talking about it like crazy is because 1988 was a season where this team was two and 10 and they finished three and four. And that was a draft year where you had, oh my gosh, Deion Sanders, Barry Sanders that got picked ahead of Tim Worley where the Steelers picked Troy Aikman. Derek Thomas would have loved to have had any one of those guys, but that four game winning streak, actually not a four game, that four game stretch, excuse me, winning three out of that last four that dropped them down. But those players aren't going to think about next year's draft. In fact, why would you? Because there are guys that could possibly take your job. They are trying to win each and every week. They don't think about next year. Heck, I don't think about next year. Because here's the thing. When I'm watching that game, as a true Steeler fan, which all of you are, but when I'm watching that game yesterday, all I could think of is, okay, don't blow it here. Make sure, oh, wow, they got another stop. I was excited. I wanted that win badly for the Pittsburgh Steelers. As a fan, I they needed that win. A lot of people like the idea of them going 1-16. But if you're a fan of the team, then you're just saying, sacrificing this year. Don't sacrifice. See what kind of momentum you can build. And that's what they're trying to do. I talked about the defensive backfield. I didn't talk about James Pierre, and I did that for a reason. James Pierre was a guy that last year we had great hope for. Everybody thought he was going to be starting, and things didn't go right. He was in the starting lineup, ended up losing his job, but he was valuable on special teams. Even people like me, I said, you know, that's probably the end of James Pierre. He'll stick around for special teams, but he's kind of like Mitch Trubisky in a way. He wasn't ready to be the starter, but he proved to be valuable as a sub. He came in and did a lot of great things. 
And we're going to talk about Mitch in a minute. You have bullpens in baseball. You have guys that aren't starters, but they're valuable to help save a win. I'm talking about middle relievers, mostly. Not closers, middle relievers. Your backup quarterback is your middle reliever. And right now, your corners, your backup, your depth at corner and at safety, they're like middle relievers too. All backups are, are kind of like middle relievers on defense. They come in and they try to shut things down. And guess what? They did a great job. James Pierre was one of those guys, you know, like, wow, thank goodness he's on this team. We have this weird thing in fandom where if you're not a starter, yeah, I just cut that guy. <laughs> you guys, you need depth. Depth is a huge thing. Any given Sunday, an NFL football team can win. We've heard AGS so many times. Gosh, they made a fantastic movie in 1999 about it. Or was that early 2000? It was right at the turn of the century, right around there. I remember going to see it in the theater. I had to travel an hour to see it in the theater. It was a great movie. But any given Sunday, it could happen. Yesterday was any given Sunday for the Steelers. And one thing that I talked about when they lost to the Buffalo Bills, and everybody was talking about tanking, which I don't believe in tanking, don't believe in it, because you can still look at how many great draft picks the Steelers have gotten in other years. It just depends who you get. You could pick second overall and get a bust. You pick first overall and get a bust. Doesn't mean you're going to get that sure thing. It worked for the Cincinnati Bengals with Joe Burrow. Did not work for the Cleveland Browns with Baker Mayfield. That's what's ha that's what happens. You never know. We could go down the line. We can go one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, all the way to thirty-two, and give you one of the biggest busts at that spot. And we're full. There's so many. So don't think about that. Think about yesterday and the elation that you had when the Steelers beat this team. Did you really say, oh, well, we screwed ourselves out of a, a higher draft position? No. You're like, yeah, this is what I watch football for. This is what I watch the Steelers for. This is what I get excited for. Let's talk about Mitch Trubisky real quick. I'm one of them. I did not want Mitch Trubisky to be the starter after his start. I wanted him to be the starter at the beginning of the season. I felt like that was the smart move. Who knows what would have happened if Kenny Pickett was in there? They might they might have started out 0-5 instead of 1-4. We don't know. And that's not... That's not saying that I still think Kenny Pickett is going to be great. And I hated to see him go out of that game. I thought he would have engineered a victory for that team as well. And that's not it. But there's growing pains, and we know all about growing pains. For Mitch to come off the bench like that was phenomenal. Mike Tomlin said, we knew what we had in Mitch. We definitely knew that. I think Mitch is 
going to make his mark more as a backup quarterback in this league. We love Charlie Batch. Charlie Batch was never our designated starter for a season in Pittsburgh. But Charlie Batch was phenomenal when you needed him. And that's a huge thing. That's the thing with mighty Mitch Trubisky. Mitch is going to be your good backup. I want you to think back a few years when Ben Roethlisberger got hurt. And you had to go ahead and bring in one Landry Jones in the game. Sometimes Landry Jones did a great job and they ended up winning. But when he started, it was a different story. It was a rougher go when Landry Jones was starting. When a backup quarterback comes in against the Steelers or a backup quarterback comes in in the middle of the game for the Steelers, it's the same thing. A lot of backup quarterbacks do a great job against you because you did not scout that particular backup quarterback. You're, man, when you're playing for one guy, you're not planning for the other. If you've got a quarterback like Lamar Jackson and say he had a quarterback like, let's just say, say a guy like Matt Moore was behind him. That's a completely different quarterback. So he comes in, he could tear you up a little bit. Heck, remember back in 2005 in the playoffs, when the Steelers knocked out, when Chemo knocks out Carson Palmer from the game, John Kitna came in and looked pretty good for a, a few possessions. He was a different quarterback. I believe it was Shaq Barrett who said that he didn't see much of a difference between Pickett and Trubisky in that game yesterday for what they needed. Now, there, there wasn't too much. There wasn't too much of a difference. They had a good quarterback play yesterday as a collective. I thought they had two different, very different situations. I thought, I keep on saying handcuffed. I kind of think he was handcuffed a little bit, Kenny Pickett, at the beginning. The play calling is not where I want it to be yet and surely isn't going to be. And here's the reason why. Why is it not going to be where I want it to be? Well, it's very predictable right now. With jet sweeps, with too much running, it seems like that's what you're writing up and you're going with. And I, when it gets stopped and you keep on going to that same well, defenses know what they're looking for, and it's not disguised. That could be the fact that they're dealing with a rookie. They brought Mitch in, and, and he wasn't. He was in a situation where they had to let it all hang out. And Mitch converted third and longs yesterday, which we have not seen all season. People saying, well, why wasn't this Mitch here at the beginning of the season? Because it's different. It's much different, especially, like I said before, when you come in. But bad, if he was, if he was doing this at the beginning, then why draft Kenny Pickett at all? Because you just don't know. There's no quarterback controversy. 
quarterback position is going to be talked about a lot this week, especially when you're going to play Miami and they just had the Tua situation and you're looking at a concussion with Kenny Pickett. If he's healthy, Kenny Pickett is going to play. But they are not going to put him in just because he's Kenny Pickett. If you have to roll with Mitch because Kenny's not 100%, then I'm fine with them going with Mitch. You don't jeopardize a young kid's career. The Steelers already have a huge problem, concussion-wise, with a young player and Pat Fryermuth, who's had three. Who knows how many more he's had in his career in college, in high school. My gosh, I don't know how many concussions I've had in my life. And I stopped playing football in the eighth grade. And it didn't happen when I was playing football. It happened when I was playing backyard football and my bean wasn't protected. It happened when I was working at Enterprise Rent-A-Car and we were on a huge slope and we had a huge snowstorm and a couple of days later we had a lot of rain and there was this huge runoff and at seven o'clock in the morning there was a huge slick of black ice what i wiped out not just once but twice in 30 seconds actually I, it was probably more like 15 seconds and i knocked my head against the ground twice and i had a true concussion but how many other concussions did i have there was even that one in the strip bar incident of 1994, but that's for when we bring back Tales from 2 a.m. That was a true concussion too, but it was not completely diagnosed. I was a little embarrassed to go and say that I got it from a woman with size 122 triple Z. You can look her up on, on the internet. She was on America's Got Talent, but that's, again, for another time. All I'm saying is the Pittsburgh Steelers right now won a game and it feels good to cheer for them. They're four and two or two and four now. You don't pick them to tank because any given Sunday, they're going to be able to win a game. How many games should have they won in 2022? You want the truth. If I look at the entire schedule, I'm going to say this. The Cincinnati game was a win. It should have been a loss. The New England, Cleveland, and New York Jet games should have been wins. The Buffalo Bills is going to be a loss no matter who was healthy and who wasn't. And yesterday should have been a win. It should have been a loss based on where they were. But now it's a win based on where they could have been and based on what they did. So basically, I think this should be a four and two team. It's not. But you you can't erase it, but you could put it to the side and say win streaks at one. And you keep on going. But bad, that's not what happened. You can't count on that. You can't say that that's what would have happened. No, I can't. I cannot. But what I can do is say that this is where they should be. And we know this is where they should be right now. Now, Miami doesn't look as daunting as you think they would. Philadelphia in a couple of weeks. Yeah, that looks daunting. They're undefeated. But the Pittsburgh Steelers have 
beaten an undefeated Philadelphia Eagle team before. So you don't worry completely about that either. All I'm saying is, for those of you that wrote off the season last week and have been writing off the season, I told you Pittsburgh Steelers would disappoint you by winning some games. And they're going to. This could still be a 5-12 and 12 team. I'm not saying that this is suddenly a playoff team. Because I don't know who this team is. All I know is this team is full of fighters and heart. From their head coach on all down. You can say a lot of things about Mike Tomlin, but don't say that he's a quitter. Don't, think, don't say he's not a fighter. Never say that about Mike Tomlin. Say, you're going to say a lot of things about him. But that's one thing you can't deny, and you know it. So with that being said, it's going to be any given Sunday on here on out for the Steelers. Whether they're favored in a game or whether they're not. Believe it or not, they're going to be favored in games this year. When they go to Carolina, they're going to be favored. Carolina is a dumpster fire more than Pittsburgh. So don't think that's not going to happen. You can't throw in the towel right away because teams have the propensity and Mike Tomlin teams have done it before to turn it around. Still not good enough for a lot of you when it's eight and eight or this year, it could be nine and eight or eight, eight and one. It's it's not good enough for some. And that's fine. That's your fandom. That's what you believe. And I'm not going to tell you what not to believe, but I'm going to tell you that what we believe sometimes and what should happen doesn't. If, if what we believed and should happen happens all the time, then we'd all, we'd be putting Vegas out of business. We'd be putting sports books out of business. That one of the Cayman islands that you used to have to go to would be gone. If we knew what, or if what should happen did happen. That's why there's lines. That's why we bet. <laughs> it's amazing. I picked the Steelers to win this game 23 to 20 on Thursday night. Then I turned around and I said, no, all these injuries, I'm going to change it to 55 to 31 Tampa. I was wrong. I'm elated that I'm wrong. <laughs> but. Here's the deal. You cannot think that this was going to happen. Tom Brady should have tore this team apart, but Tom Brady went to a wedding. He's not right. It's not the fact that he went to a wedding. It's just there's some problems with that team. And I can get way into that, way into the woods with Tom Brady. I don't think they believe in Tom Brady in Tampa anymore. And the tirade on the sidelines, those guys, that's not motivating them. But that's all for the Tampa people to talk about. But for Steeler fans right now to talk about, you talk about a win. And you talk about the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers have snapped that four-game losing streak. And they made their fans happy. But not only that, they believe in themselves a whole lot more. 
And maybe, just maybe, the planets align and something crazy happens and they're in the playoffs and they're talking about how nobody believed in this team at the beginning of the season. That's the goal. The the goal right now for all of us to be wrong. And I'm fine with being wrong. It's okay for Steeler fans to be wrong. And that's where we are. I want you to stick around. I'm going to talk about being wrong in a big way when we do our prediction accountability here at BTSC right after this. So you stay tuned. It's bad language on behind the steel It's time for today's lucky land horoscope with Victoria cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to lucky land. You know what they say? Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Ain't the worst-looking man you've ever seen. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to the second half of Bad Language. I'm Brian Anthony Davis from BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. And yes, the Steelers are on a runaway train as they won one straight. <laughs> Let's not get that crazy bad. But I tell you what, it feels good as the Steelers beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by the score of 20-18. to 18. And we had a lot of predictions, as we always do at BTSC. And a lot of times we're always right. Sometimes we're wrong. You know, those are some of the things you got to look at here. Well, for us here at BTSC, yeah, we uh, supposed to even changed our picks. Dave Schofield and I changed our picks because we were thinking after that injury report came out that, look, can't pick for the Steelers. We might be doing that every week. Pick the Steelers and then change our picks to the opponents. Because maybe that's the reason that they win. You never know. (laughs) No, that's definitely not going to work either. But I can tell you, as far as the staff goes, not a lot of us were right here. And that's going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. And that's something that we are definitely going to take a look at as well. This week, who did you have? Did anybody legitimately say that the Steelers were going to win this game? If you did and you bet on them, that's awesome. Now, with the point spread, a lot of people were going to bet the Steelers because of the point spread. And that makes a lot of sense. And uh, I get that because I think it ended up being 9 or 10 by the time everything was all said and done. So if that's going to happen, then yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, we get it. We definitely get that. I had my bold and bizarre predictions. That's something that I'm going to talk about as well. And then we're going to talk about what we did on the preview with our over and under. But really, let's go ahead and take a look at this as a whole. As once again, the staff, if you're not checking out the editorial side, we do our predictions and we run those on Sunday. And 
Jeff Hartman is going to win this week because Jeff Hartman had the Steelers 26, Buccaneers 23. Not bad at all. Dave Schofield had the Steelers at 26-23. Then he's changed it to 35-26. to I had the Steelers 23-20, but I did not change it. So if you're reading the article yesterday, I changed it on my Bold and Bizarre predictions, but I did not change it there because this was already running. So I am not taking credit for that score, even though I thought it last week. Nope, I don't I don't get that win. I do not get it. We had Bucks 27-16 with KT Smith. We had 31 to 10. Jeffrey Benedict. He was probably the most farthest off. Rich Schofield had Buccaneers 20, Steelers 17. He had the score really close, but the wrong way around. Shannon White 34-17. That might actually that's uh that might be no, no, that's uh not as wide of a uh, of loss as predicted by Jeffrey Benedict. Jeremy Betts, 27-23. Bradley Locker, 27-13. All of this in favor of the Buccaneers. Bucks 30-10, Kyle Kreiss. Buccaneers 38, Steelers 13, Tony Defio. So yeah, he was way off too. But hey, only Jeff. And Jeff's going to tell you, well, I'm going to, I'm never picking against the Steelers. <laughs> So that's something you look at there and you're like, okay, yeah, well, he's never going to pick it against him anyways, but he, uh, every once in a blue moon, he'll pick against the Steelers, but that's kind of his MO. He doesn't like to pick against the Steelers. I hate picking against the Steelers, but sometimes your brain gets of your head and we were smart for picking against the Steelers, but when it all comes down to it, we didn't believe as much of what they could do, and we never thought that was going to happen. Like I said in the first half, that's why there's betting. <laughs> and that's why we don't live in huge houses of all of our gambling money. That's why we're not we're not uh, publishing our handicaps, and we're out there talking about how great we are as how you should subscribe to our websites about picking. You should subscribe to our website about talking about the Steelers, but not there. Let's talk about bold and bizarre prediction Steelers against Tampa. Well, here we go and check this out. I announced that the Steelers, there would not be a blue injury tent because the medical specialists are on IR as well. Well, Kenny Pickett went into that blue tent, so I'm wrong there. The Steelers are called for numerous roughing calls on Tom Brady for blitzing him without contact. <laughs> almost expected that to happen. They weren't called on penalties for roughing, if I understand correctly. With Kansas City not playing until 425, Bougie Smith-Schuster, you know, Juju's dog, files, flies in on a private jet. He makes an appearance in pregame and humps Tom Brady's legs. Well, you know he's going through this divorce. Giselle's lawyers take notice. And Bougie is set to be deposed on Monday for divorce hearings. We don't know if that happened or not. Ben Roethlisberger calls his own press conference to remind Kenny Pickett that he as a rookie had a sandwich at Pepe's named after him. Then the legendary QB proceeded to eat a three-footer namesake of his own. I would love to do that. I'd love to eat a three-footer. That'd be amazing. 
Mason Rudolph makes waves as Tampa tabloids leak his new relationship, Giselle Bunchin. Mace asked Bougie to carpool with him to that deposition. <laughs> Don't know if that happened. Steelers get called for a legal man downfield just twice. I know the Buccaneers got called for that. I don't think the Steelers got called for that yesterday. That's something they've been called for a lot. Najee Harris gains 35 yards on the ground and 21 as a receiver out of the backfield and scores a TD. Najee Harris did score a TD yesterday. I'm, I'm proud to say that. I'm proud to say that he did that. Now, 21 yards as a receiver. He he had a receiving TD. But he did not have, I don't think he had that many yards. So I'm going to go ahead and give myself credit for his stat line and that touchdown. I have no problem doing that because a blind squirrel is going to have to find a nut every once in a while. And I think that's... Usually, I've been right on Juju. I've done a pretty good job. And excuse me, Juju, he's he's in Kansas City. What am I talking about? Usually, I've been doing all right as far as Najee Harris goes. With his, I expected him last week to do a whole lot better because I thought he's been coming on. He, you know, took a step back this week. And, you know, I'm just going to say with him, they're they're only running the ball 16 times. So that's that's a huge problem. Th- that's I mean the play calling is still weird. I'm not gonna say that. But I said he was gonna have 35 yards. He had 42. But when their running backs only have 16 carries, he had 14. Jalen Warren had two. There was other now they ran the ball 29 times because you've got to talk about Pickett and Mitch. Mitch ran it six times. And then when you're talking, of Kenny ran it for 16 yards. He only had 77 yards total. But 42 yards, it, yeah, that's got to be a that's got to be a victory for me. I I've got to take credit for that. I don't take credit for much. Steelers rushing defense gives up over 100 yards on the ground to Leonard Fournette. They didn't give up a, over 100 yards on the ground. They did a great job. Steelers get four touchdowns on the day. I'm wrong. They had two and a field goal from Chris Boswell. Well, they've, they got field goals from Chris Boswell. They got that doink by Chris Boswell and they got two from Chris. So he doubled what I said he was going to get, but contrary to the early published prediction, which the Steelers triumph Brady and the bucks crushed the Steelers 55 to 31, 86 points. I had, <laughs> Boy, boy, was I wrong. Oh, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I can't believe I said that, but I hear great balls of fire all the time because my daughter and her best friend, they love Top Gun Maverick, and they sing that song again, and now they sing it. Let's talk about passing TDs for KP8 at one and a half. I actually had Kenny Pickett going over. Dave and Jeff, well, Jeff had him going over as well. As we know, Kenny Pickett had one touchdown. Dave took the under, so Dave gets the point there. DJ Deontay Johnson with 65 yards receiving. 65 yards receiving. Nope, he had 28 
We all have under. We all get the points on that one. Then we have... This is an interesting one. We have Najee Harris, 59 and a half yards rushing. We all gave him, oh, excuse me. Let me say that again. 59 yards total. They gave him, we're talking about total yards for Najee Harris. And you got to go ahead and take a look at that. So he has 42 on the ground. What did he have receiving? He had seven. We all gave him the over. We don't get the points because he's under. He's under about 10 points on that. George Pickens yards. Receiving, we had 85 and a half. I gave him the under. Dave and Jeff gave him the over. I am going to go ahead and take the victory on that. That's that's a big thing there. I'm going to I was thinking with George Pickens that he was going to go off, but I thought it would be slightly under. He did not. He had 27 yards receiving. He actually had a run for 1 yard. So, not what you expected out of George. Sacks. Here's an interesting one for Sacks. One and a half. Dave and I took the under. Jeff took the over, and you know what happened? They got two sacks. So Jeff gets the point. Then the final thing, and this is going to be where I'm proud that I lost on this one. No problem losing this one. It was turnovers. This is where you get excited. Fumbles lost zero. They had that one fumble because Mason Cole's bad snap counts as a fumble. They had no interceptions thrown on the day. It was a really clean game as far as turnovers go. You know, Tom Brady had that one interception, and that's it. One interception for, excuse me, he didn't have an interception. He had no interceptions. And they had no fumbles. So there was no turnovers as far as that that goes. Tom Brady had the fumble, not the interception. Excuse me, I read the wrong thing. But Chris Godwin went ahead and picked that one up for them. So when you look at it as these guys took the under, took the uh, under, and I took the over there. So they get the points. Then let's talk about spread. Dave and I cannot get credit for spread because we had them losing. Jeff wins because he had the Steelers winning. He gets the point. Jeff gets four points. He wins the day. Dave gets three. I get two. I'm holding up the rear now. Dave, Jeff still has, now he has a three-point lead over Dave. Dave's in second. I'm one point behind Dave. Eh, I have no problem with that. If I would get these things right, I would be in Vegas and I'd be making a whole heck of a lot of money, but I am not. The only thing I care about, my friends, is the Pittsburgh Steelers won, and you need to stick with BTSC for all of your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. But bad, you got the game wrong. 
We're not here to predict. We're here to tell you what's going on, and you get all of that first here at BTSC. Make sure that you check out tonight another episode of The Hangover. It's going to be a happy hangover. Yay, happy hangover. We need one of those with Shannon White, Tony Defio, and myself. You're also going to need to check out another episode of The Cutting Room Floor. That's tomorrow with Jeffrey Benedict. He is back at his regular scheduled time. And The Fix with Andrew Wilbar and Jeremy Betts as they talk about future prospects for the Steelers. When we have all these great shows, when we have over 23 original shows every single week here at BTSC, you know what? You can afford to look towards the future as well in some of those shows. So check it on at for BTSC. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. This has been another episode of The Hangover. The Steelers win 2018. And my friends, I ain't apologizing for nothing. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.